Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. And remember, you can catch up on anything you miss from today's show via our podcast, which you can download now on the SCN app, or subscribe to the Captain's Run on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, also, call in and have your say, 1300 01 1170, or give us a text 0457 736 736. Give us a follow on Twitter, Captain's Run NRL. And also, make sure to follow us on at SEN League on Instagram and TikTok. But let's get into the game, Smithy. Bluebet Stadium, Panthers versus Rabbitohs. Grand, well, a couple of years ago, grand final rematch. <laughs> uh, I mean, prelim rematch. Panthers mm. have basically knocked the Rabbitohs out. I think it's like three years running. Well, there's no feeling lost between oh. these two clubs, that's for sure. None at all. Um, so they'll be pretty fired up for this one, particularly particularly Penrith, I believe. Mm. I think they'll, they'll be stinging out of that, that first round loss. Um, and I know they said, oh, you know, the, the loss in the World Club Challenge, oh, it was a bit of a World Club Challenge, but they they, they would have wanted to win that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so out of that that first up loss, um, I think a, a bit would have been spoken about their form at home as well, um, yep. not wanting to continue the, these run of losses. If they lose this one, it's three straight at Penrith, um, which yeah, they haven't done for a long, long time. So I, I think... I'd, I'm expecting a, a very different looking, you know, Penrith Panthers side against the Rabbitohs this time around. One force change, of course. Um, Sorensen's out. Uh, concussion. He's replaced by Matty Eisenhuth. Uh, but a few changes for the Rabbits. Uh, Totola, Jai Arrow are, are both going to miss the game. Um, Latrell, they said he's okay. He mm. got through the, the session, go. I think, this morning. Yep. Um, knee was strapped up, but he, he got through it. So... That's uh, that's a that's a great thing for the rabbits. Him mm. being him being in the side, but I, I just think Penrith, yeah, I think Penrith have got a lot to play for in this game. Mm. Um, they'll come out and win. Yeah, I agree, mate. I think the Penny Panthers have got a lot to play for, and you know, the last week was kind of uh, I've seen Nathan Cleary disappointed, yep. you know, plenty of times in because mm. he's a competitor. Yep. But it was probably the first time I'd seen him angry. He seemed quite angry mm. at the way they'd lost, and I love to see that from a guy like a bit Cleary. frustrated. Yeah, and just like. Really disappointed in, you know, yeah. the way that they played, the yeah. way they've turned up for a second game in a row at Penrith. Yep. And I love to see that from a club captain where it matters if you lose at home. It's high standards. Yeah. It? Well, it matters. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter when you're playing. Mm. It, it matters all the time. Like mm. they, they needed to go out and play. And, and obviously, you know, Nathan would understand that they were far from their best. Mm. And it's well below the standards that they expect from themselves yeah. um, and, and from each other. Um, hence, you know, the, the words that Salmon and um, Luai had after the match, which, you know, a lot of people spoke about, but it happens. Every game that happens. Literally every game. Not not ideal, the 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 location and where it happened. There just yeah. so happened to be a camera there. Mm. Um, you could see actually one of the boys, it might have been um, Matty Eisenhower. stood in front of it. Come around there and, yeah. and just said, hey, boys, yeah. just let's, let's wait till we get inside. Mm. But that's just holding each other accountable for mm. the, our actions and, and – um, all the best teams have those tough and difficult conversations. I, I mean, you've got to. It would be bizarre if you didn't. Well, if you let things slide, then that's no one improves. Mm. Individuals don't improve, and if individuals don't improve, the teams don't improve. So, mm. you know, that's just they're in that position now, and they're they're dual premiership winners, consecutive premiership winners, because of that reason is that they they set high standards for each other. Now we've spoken about Cleary, but let's have a talk about Lockie Ellis. He was outstanding <laughs> last week. Yeah. Now, yeah. do you think? Look, I think they're missing too many of their, you know, forwards to kind of get the win. 
But I've got to say, like, what a great test for Lockie Elias. He goes to Pet Shark Park. They get their mm-hmm. first win in a very long time. Yep. Now he's going uh, to Bluebet Stadium out yep. of the Panthers. What a ch- what an opportunity for the young fella. Yeah, well, it's possibly the, the, the most difficult uh, game on the road in, in all of the, the competition. You probably throw Melbourne in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the moment, going out to Penrith is, is a very difficult one. Uh, but super impressed with his performance in round one. Mm. And you could see... You could see you know, his performances through last year, the way he, he built throughout the season that, you know, he, he's going to be a, a special half. He's going to be a special talent in mm. our game. He's still got a lot to learn. He's only a young man. Great to see him bounce back. Like, he had a bit of an off game last year. Mm. I think it was against uh, the Dragons down at down at uh, Wollongong when uh, Dimitro, he threw the old hook out. Got and, the captain and cooked. <laughs> dragged him off the yep. field, which in my opinion, I thought was a little bit unfair. I thought there was a couple of more experienced players that, that were playing just to, you know, not playing um, all that well either, mm. but he he was the one that copped the hook. But great to see the young fella um, bounce back. I know that would be so far from his mind. I, I just brought it back. I, I just brought it up to say it's it's great to see him bounce back. But yeah, it's been a long off season, and he's put a lot of work into his his footy over the preseason. Played extremely well. Um, good test for him. Good test for him coming up against mm. reigning premiers. You know, some quality halves on the other side of the field that he's matched up against too. Um, I think he'll do a good job, but I, I just think the, the Panthers will – they'll be stinging off the last couple of matches that they played. Yeah, for sure. And with Lockie Ellis, what I loved about his game last week was he's no longer – like, obviously, he's, you know, second fiddle to Cody Walker. Cody Walker's the veteran, but he's no longer almost waiting for Cody Walker no. to say, can you do this or can you do yes. this? He's saying, I've got something to offer. Well, he's taking initiative. Yeah. You know, and, and that comes through time on the park and you know, a little bit of um, maturity – um, with your football and, and as a person, but just feeling the confidence of, hey, listen, I've got things to offer this footy side. I'm going to go do it when, mm. I, when, I, when I see the opportunity to do it. Now, Combank Stadium, Eels versus Sharks, both teams coming off losses. Uh, Sean Russell comes into the wing for Isaac Lumi Lumi and the Sharks, Wade Graham suspended, Jack Williams concussion, they're out. Connor Tracy and Royce Hunt, not bad replacements if I say so myself. How do you see this game playing out? Yeah, Smitty? fair replacements. Um but yeah, again, just you know, missing some some key players, uh, the Sharkies, and um, yeah, Parramatta. You know, they wouldn't have been happy with their game against um, the Storm, particularly their second half. I thought their oh, first forty was pretty were great. Good. First forty were great. Um, you know, I thought you know Josh Hodson um, coming back from ACL injury was super impressive in his first forty minutes. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more from Brown, though. Mm. I just thought Dylan Brown was was relatively quiet. Mm. You know, when when Parramatta are playing well, um, you know, I, I just feel I just feel as though he's got much more involvement than what he did in round one. Mm. Yeah, he's a great runner of the football. Um, yeah, he's got he's got lovely hands. He's got good combinations with his outside men, but he's a dangerous ball carrier. Yeah. So when he's he's a lot like Munster. When when the ball goes to Munster. Things happen. Mm. Things happen, and the other the other team, they're on high alert. The same for Dylan Brown. Mm. Oh, I think he just needs to get the ball in his hands a lot more than what he did last week. Um, and yeah, they'll be they'll be keen to bounce back from that first up loss, particularly at home. They're at home again, round two. Um, yeah, Sharkies will be desperate. I think we'll see a, a very dis- uh, different performance from them. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think the Eels too good in this one. Do you think Dylan Brown struggled with two things? Sean Lane not being outside him, so with confidence. Yeah. 
And then Hodgson being a new hooker and also being a much more willing to take control and run the ball compared to Reed Marnie. Yeah. You know, Reed Marnie's role at the Eels was just get the ball off the deck. Yeah. Whereas his, his role of doggies are very different now, which is good to see. Do you think that yeah. affected Brown at all? Oh, well, possibly. Mm. Um, Hodgson being a, a much more dominant style player to, to Reed Marnie. Mm. Um, and, and again, like we talk about time on the paddock and, and combinations, it, it takes time. Like no matter how much time you spend in the preseason out in the training field and, you know, maybe a couple of um, preseason games in the trials, but mm. um, it, it takes time, time for those combinations to, to build. Um, I think, you know, having a, a dominant nine there is great, but at the same time, when, when you know that you're a great runner of the football, you're a mm. dangerous runner of the football, and if, you, and if you want the ball, you need to get it. Yeah, yeah. Dylan Browns—he's not a rookie. He's been around for a long time. He's played Test football. Um, you know, I think he just needs to demand the ball when he wants it. Okay. Uh, and the Sharkies—do you think it's just defense, defense, defense? Yeah, I think so. Mm. I think so. That like when they when they were winning football games last year, like they they ended up in the top four. Mm. That 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 wasn't a fluke. That was off the back of you know pretty stingy defense when they were working as a team. Um, everyone was on the same page defensively, working as a unit, and no one trying to do it one out. Mm. Um, I think that that will be, well, it should be the message from Craig Fitzgibbon this week, which I think it will be. Mm. You know, he's a very defensive-minded coach. I think that'll be the what he pushes this week is to say, hey, listen, well, like, we're coming up against a side that have that they do have plenty of points in them, mm. but you know we've got some strategies in place that we need to implement to to stop that. It's uh yeah the sharks are interesting they, they I think they missed over fifty tackles on the weekend yeah that's which that's so, just not good enough at that level yeah which is so yeah. surprising because that's what they built their season on yep absolutely um so hopefully hopefully they uh can sort it out because I, I think the sharkies are in for a big year I really do uh now look after the break we come back and we preview the Queensland derby and we also talk about the roosters v the warriors roosters looking to bounce back so stay tuned. <laughs> 